Everyone loves a good comeback story. When you're dealing with peaks and valleys, it always feels good when you circle back to the peak again. They say when you get rejected, it's a redirection to something better. When things going good, you booked and busy. But what happens when ain't nothing happening yet? (laughs) Or when you go out for something and they choose someone else over you. You think to yourself, it's their loss. Lloyd. Ready? <laughs> this, no, this happens a lot. You Freddie, know, people, we deal with rejection on the daily. People won't talk about it, but this is why we're going to talk about it. But first, we're coming off of her loss. That's right. Why do you think Drake's lyrics resonate with his audience so heavy? 2121. I think that, um, I think that Drake is honest. Okay. Um, cats out here claim to be thugs and bugs and rugs. <laughs> bugs. <laughs> But they really just want love and hugs. Bucks. I think that he resonates with the ladies a lot. Okay. Because he's tapped into a softer side. Yeah. He doesn't say the, how do I say this, hyper-aggressive, hyper-masculine yeah. things that you get from your tr- traditional rapper. It's a good vibe. He plays music that you can play in front of your girlfriend. Yeah. Your, he, your preacher. You, you can play it in front of your mom. Right? He yeah. resonates with the ladies because he yeah. says the softer things, and yeah. they want to hear that. I think they generally want to hear that, and it's refreshing yeah. because he offers it to them in a melodic, cool, fresh fly yeah. way. And that's why I think he will always resonate. And one thing I notice uh, when Drake is about to drop an album mm-hmm. the night before. Now, Apple Music, every Friday, somebody's coming out with an album. Mm-hmm. But the night before at 9 p.m., Drake. if Drake drops something, all I see is tweets with the reviews. Yes. Oh, he bodied that one. Yes. Oh, quick. Him in 21 goes. Two seconds. Two seconds after it came out. Two the seconds. 901. Uh-huh. Reviews are up. They've listened to the hour-long <laughs> album in, in one in, in one second. Uh-huh. And they have a lot to say. And we all know Drake is successful. And I'm sure, you know, on his rise to that success, you know, there was certain people that said he couldn't do that. Oh, yes. He couldn't do this. Mm-hmm. So... Why is success the best revenge? Oh, man. Um, I think success being the best revenge is, um, it's solace. Mm-hmm. It's peace. Yeah. It's I've won. There you it's, go. I've, I've achieved. I've progressed. I have monetized. I have usurped. You- I have jumped over whatever this, whatever this trial is, whatever this person had to say. Exactly. I have vanquished them. <laughs> and now I could look and now from from my place of success and victory I could look at you and go back and look at, and say what now yeah <laughs> and what I feel now? like that feeling of that yeah. what now that look back you said I couldn't do it not only did I achieve I superseded what you thought I could do maybe yeah. even what I thought I could do myself and now I'm even greater and everybody has their own stories and experiences mm-hmm. of things that you're trying to do and there's always somebody or a group of people saying do you really think you could do that? You that cl- negative, you, you uh-huh. clown, right? That negative, right? It could be, it could yeah. that that voice could come from anywhere, anywhere. Could, anyone, some some people could have it put onto them when they're young, right? That's very true, right? If if your parents or your cousins or yeah. your aunts and uncles couldn't do something, teacher, rappers love the teachers, right? And they like. tell and they see that you may have uh, a knack for it, yeah. And because they they weren't successful in it, and when yeah. they wanted to do it, they'll put negativity on you. You can't do it because I couldn't do you it. Play the violin, yeah, right. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Really. I used to play the violin. I was the best <laughs> violin player in the whole county. But I feel like we can all relate to this one. Mm-hmm. What's the first move 
when you get rejected from a job. You get that email. The email is always nicely printed. Uh, we've went over the candidates. Thank you <laughs> for applying here with X and X. I'm going through this right now. <laughs> and I am pumping out what feels like 100 applications a day. You know, they'll buddy you up, though. They'll be like, Ready? we looked at your qualifications. They're pretty the good. First in, They're the pretty first good, though. <laughs> but no, we still don't want you. They're lost. <laughs> They're, They're lost. <laughs> they hit you with a couple of phrases. They hit you with the first email. Thank you for applying with X and X. Our, our staff is currently going to be reviewing your uh, profile. Yeah. Yeah. And, if you, and if you meet the prerequisites for what we're looking for, we'll reach back out to you and schedule an interview. <laughs> yes! I feel that. I, that feels they good. Make you feel good. That feels good, right? You wait, a, you wait the next day. 45 minutes. You're having the best day. An hour. <laughs> Freddie. Unfortunately, after for. <laughs> hey, Lloyd! <laughs> That's how they reach out to you. Because it always sounds like... It always sounds good, yes, right? Yes, it's coming out. Yes. The beginning is always... It's always bright. Why do they put the Roses. apostrophe? Why do they put the apostrophe? Why do they put the... Take the apostrophe off. If it's not positive energy, take it off of the email. Man. Take the energy off of that rejection email. Unfortunately, upon further review... <laughs> You'll never want to read that line. We have reviewed your skills, and based upon a comparison with other candidates, we're going to be moving forward with them. Freddie! Crush you. Ah! If we look at my in my inbox right now, yeah. I have a hundred of these things. <laughs> Finding a new job is getting rejected and normalizing it because you know it's a numbers game. Oh. And you have to swing, 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 swing until you hit your home run. That's where we're at. That's how, it's a numbers thing. That's how I tell it my, to myself. Um, I'm pumping out a bunch because I know that email, man. it is out there. You just have to find it. It's a needle in the haystack. Freddie, you have to find it rejection is a part of job searching <laughs> and no matter what industry it is mm -hmm. but when you do get into that industry whichever one you're trying to get into how important is it to treat people good no matter what position they have there how important is that freddie it is vital because even in this new industry that i'm in um at my current job even yeah. though i'm obviously looking for um uh, somewhere new to go, I yeah. have references, Freddie. Okay. They'll call back for referrals. You never know who knows who, right? Yeah. This world, LinkedIn is a such a powerful resource okay. that if you don't see them in your network, that doesn't mean they're not in that person's network. Uh, they can cross-reference. And, you know, I try not to give anyone uh, the excuse, yeah. right, to treat us any any kind of way, right? Because yeah. uh, they may have a preconceived notion that has nothing to do with you, yeah. but um, you're still responsible for it when you get there at work, amen? <laughs> so I always want to do my best. Yeah. One... Um, because that's how I was raised, and I genuinely want to do my best when I'm at work. Two, because we don't get the benefit of the doubt, right? Um, uh, your best is often seen as, you know, X, Y, or Z. And then three, um, any any uh, hopes that when those references calls come, um, they will be able to bolster my reputation, give truth to power to the things that I did at that company, you and then lob. yeah, shoot me the, the, the lob so I can go dunk at this next job too. Yeah. Because we all got to work. Freddie, we all got to make sure you we got to connect love. these dots. Even with the, uh, let's use acting, for example, yeah, which sure. is the most, one of the most competitive industries. Competitive, complex. If you're trying to get a soul job draining, as an actor. Because you're going to hear it. so many politics. Are you kidding, Freddie? You could be the right person for it. <laughs> they will pick you up. But if they have another person they in mind, pick you. they will pay favorites. Look, every movie or TV show, there's a number of people going for that particular role. Hundreds. When the people fall into that bundle, they're mm -hmm. looking at, oh, this person's already done nine movies. Bah. I don't think that person 
over a newcomer? Of course. Who hasn't proven himself? Of course. Yet? Who's, who's still green? Yes. Who's who's all? They'll choose who they know. Right. People people <laughs> love. True. Right. It's people true. love who they know. Right. Yeah. Uh, if you have a reference, if someone can recommend you, yeah. if someone can shout you out then all of a sudden you're in rooms and in places and your name is uh, carrying weight in places that it wasn't before. Especially if you're carrying a big show. Boom. They want to, somebody that can carry the show season after season after season. Recognizable. So if your name is attached to it, nobody could go back to be like, why did you cast this Individual, right? Yeah. So they're always looking yeah. for people who um, have, have established their own following. Uh -huh. They're looking for people who've already done the work. They're looking for people who, you know, like the DC Young Flies of the world, who have already got the eyes on them, and yeah. then they bring the projects to them. And they say, <laughs> it's just, this is very you true. know what I mean? Can you carry this? Do you feel like doing that? Which is the beauty, which is the beautiful part of social media once you really have it, have it rolling. Because I'm sure that uh, guys like, you know, Nick Cannon, you know, those yeah. guys, their desk is, is filled with opportunities. This is good. Now, because of what they've, uh, this is good what because Nick Cannon makes his own way. And this is my next question. I mean, mm. I don't know his route to where he's at, uh -huh. but as somebody, you know, trying to Content burst creation. through anything, yeah. how does rejection fuel? Do your own energy, and I'm going to do it myself since they not hitting me up. How does rejection fuel that? It has... It, it, uh, Tyler Perry. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, it's it's a, one of those things where either you have it or you don't. Yeah. Because you can create anything in this country if you uh, put your mind to it. This is the land of the opportunity. Of course. Is it going to take a decade? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, is it going to be hard? Is it going to be treacherous? Yes. yes. But, you know, there are people who are um, building their own um, names in comedy. A lot of dope dudes like... Um, build your own way. You, uh, build it. Like Desi. Um, Desi um, Drewski. Yeah. Drewski. Right? Okay. Now he's doing Apple commercials, Gatorade commercials. He's been able to monetize his skits, which is something totally brand new and creative Different, and, and yeah. amazing yeah. because now he's opened the door for everybody else. If you can, if you can create skits now, that's a perfect example. Right if there. you can make quality yeah. skits, right. Where they, um, go from platform to platform, uh -huh. right. Cause he's going viral on Twitter, Instagram, Instagram, TikTok, all right. He's yeah. going viral everywhere yeah. that are trans, uh, that are migrational. Yeah. Um, and you can pollinate consistently with quality, um, content. Yeah. Now he's got the eyes of the biggest brands in the world and he's doing that. What is he shooting? Maybe once a month. Yeah. Freddie, he doesn't have to do this every day. I have it's, no idea how busy this man is. I don't yeah. want to put any, you know, uh, but those skits, he's not doing skits every day, Freddie. <laughs> They carry weight, though. When he hits, they hit each time. <laughs> yes. Each character has its own little lane. Yeah. It tells its own little story. It's brilliant. I I, I hope that he gets the chance to um, and open up a studio. That's do it your own Wait. energy. You're yes. not waiting on nobody. Nope. Him, he's, see, like, uh, his lane, he created that one. Yeah. Whereas Desi still goes to comedy clubs. I just yeah, seen Desi yeah. was in Houston with Mike Epps oh, and, uh, uh, um. He's selling out, definitely. Michael Blackson. Yeah. And these are comedy, like, big weights. These are comedy heavyweights. Yeah. And Desi's not 30 yet. <laughs> and he's touching the stage with them. I'm Even music, too. Not, on, not only rap, but if you put a viral song on TikTok. Pretty, that's how, that's how it works. I just saw a couple at the VMAs. I was like, oh, I heard that sound before. Boom. Do it your own. The young people are yeah. creating it for themselves. Yeah. Um, they are capitalizing on um, the fluidity yeah. of how open social media is. And how, if you are just likable, you can create your own following. That's a key just trait, by being you, yeah. right? Yeah. If you're likable and relatable, and it, obviously it does help if you're conventionally attractive. Yeah. But if you can um, uh, deliver a message consistently, uh -huh. they will come. Now, this is one for everybody. 
But Lord, I'm going to ask you Ready? because this is a tough one. Uh huh. When things ain't working your way, this could be with <laughs> anything. This could be with anything. Yeah. Do you switch up how you go about it? Or do you keep going with how you are going about it? Freddie, I... This is a tough one. Fuck, yeah. It is um, a test of time how... <laughs> it's uh, tough. How to deal with problems. I have tried to alleviate how stubborn I have been, <laughs> Freddie, right? Because yeah. if something isn't working... You have to be able to be honest switch, with yourself styles and up, you yeah. have to be able to look at it through a different yeah. um, lens. Often, before I judge things now, I try yeah. to lead with empathy, especially when they deal with other people. Okay. Because you don't know how anybody else is feeling, right? And how um, the things that they say it may have said or done um, have made themselves feel or yeah. made others in that scenario feel. So when it comes to um, problems with individuals now, I try to lead with empathy um, just because... Uh, fear of judgment and then fear of like making the wrong decision uh -huh. and making a impassioned decision off of invalid information yeah. because you know when you're angry and things aren't going well maybe you hide it maybe you don't tell the truth maybe you're um, dealing from a place of vulnerability and pain yeah. and um, you're doing what you can to protect yourself you know <laughs> but like if so so I try to lead um, the door open and be calm and cool because everybody's battling their own demons yeah and I, I'm gonna say like I think this is another good one because you know, when you just keep pushing, 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 pushing <laughs> yes. no door is being broken down. How how about a mentor? Yes. How about somebody that's already established uh -huh. themselves? Who's already done what you've done. So and that's can, a different, can, yeah. that's oh, a different oh, style as yes. opposed to, no, I'm going to do it like this. My way, the highway. <laughs> yeah. So you got to, you know. You have, yeah, you have to be open-minded, Freddie. Yeah. You can't be too stubborn because um, I know that we all get in that. We, we all get like that, Freddie. We all get like that. We man. all get like yeah. that. Right now, um, yeah. uh, just, just me and this transition and getting new jobs, yeah. Um, yeah. being able to uh, redo my resume and yeah. being comfortable with having somebody come in and, and, and take a look at it. And, resume you know, doctor. Hey. Resume tutor. And yeah. humble myself and make sure that if I'm going to be asking for X, Y, and Z, uh -huh. I have done the uh, prior work necessary and then I can command uh -huh. what I demand. Uh -huh. Because if you can't command what you demand, you're not going to get it. Now, if there's a job that denied you in the past and you uh -huh. get a better job, what are you going to say to them? They're lost. They're right. That's all you can say. <laughs> That's all you can That's say. That's all you can say. That's why you can't hold grudges. That's yeah. why you always have to be willing to uh -huh. wash it off and move forward because what's next could be what's best. Okay. So we talked about different styles of how to go about something. There's another word. How do you stay patient for things that you want? Patient. <sighs> I heard Lil Wayne say, patience is a talent because it truly is. Patience it can lead to frustration. Are you kidding, Freddie? Like, <laughs> he said, are you kidding? Yeah, I, I, he said, are you kidding, Freddie? Being patient, just being patient with yourself, right? Oh God, if, being if, patient, if you get ups, if you um, know your triggers, right, and you're not able to move around them, being able to forgive yourself, um, because so much of our internal struggle yeah. is our own. You don't know, yeah. like I was just saying, we don't know what anybody else is going through. So you yeah. definitely, if you have patience with anyone, you better have it with yourself with first. Yourself. Because if you don't have patience with yourself first, you, you may not be uh, projecting the best version of yourself outwardly to people. Yeah. Because, you know, if things aren't going well, you know, you start lashing out <laughs> ready, to family, friends. You will lash out, yeah. And now, you know, you're, you're in even deeper water uh -huh. because you weren't on open, honest, and patient with yourself. And there's just too much access to see what else is going on that sometimes... That might come and poke a hole in your patience. Freddie, that's 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 about them triggers. Freddie, I had to get off of Instagram. You see people and they're partying and they're doing all this stuff. Yeah. And you're sitting there, you're like, man, I'm trying to connect the dots on X, Y, and Z. Bro, there's little kids making like a hundred K a month. Bands. Reviewing toys. Food review. 
ASMR. They go on the, the thing and they say, paka chaka, paka, paka, paka. <laughs> bands, real companies, real I-9, real W-2s getting filled out. But you got to focus on your own. But you have to focus on yourself you and what your journey is. Your own path. Freddie, we have to get creative. These people <laughs> yeah. are making and monetizing yeah. anything. Yeah. There's, I feel like this. There's no such thing. There should be, or, or this is what they do. There's no yeah. such thing as shame. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's no shame anymore. People put all kinds of their business out there in hopes of, of receiving yeah. X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And sometimes it works. Sometimes it works. They, they, they create whole lanes. Um, yeah. re- toy review, food review. <laughs> um, um, uh, you, you, what? You just, uh, you just pick a lane. Food challenge. You pick a food lane. Challenge. Right? You see these people now? And they, and they eat um, whatever. Yeah, hot, hot, spicy food. <laughs> and, and they get eyes and it's entertaining. And yeah. now they're selling shirts. Uh-huh. They're selling you their hoodies. It's always about gaining that following first. That's what I mean by like. Because it, then. It's easier to sell the merch. You can monetize the people who you already have, yeah. already looking at you, and yeah. who are already invested in your story. <laughs> you just have to be willing to get them invested. Freddie, what are you willing to tell the internet that, about that yourself? Pa- that patience. <laughs> and have patience. Because, because it, it takes time to grow. Because you can't, time to grow. you can't attach patience to age nope. either. Because nope. people get their breaks Sometimes at, at 57, sometimes Are you kidding? at 12, sometimes 13. And everybody, this is the that's, part, that's everybody's story is different. Yeah, everybody's story is different. The only thing you can do is, what I try to do is try yeah. to stay inspired by people yeah. who look like me, who have um, reached <laughs> uh, success, because then I go, oh, if you can do it. You just can't attach it to age. Yes, because yeah. if that's where the, that's where the frustration yes. kicks in. I should have, I should have had but XYZ. You see somebody like, Morgan Freeman, who caught on later. Yeah. Oh, he started, I think um, yeah. the bigger role started in his late 30s. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it, it just can't be attached to age. And he's a prolific actor, actor. for what he's, he's doing go now. He's going down as one of the legendary ones. So. And those people who've been acting since they were two years old. Exactly. And they do, and they don't have the success that yeah. he has. Absolutely. So <laughs> You just never know. And don't compare. Yes, and don't now, compare yourself to anybody. Hey. Now, when you get that break or when you get that moment of like, oh, okay, I'm here now. How do you maintain that energy and not get ahead of yourself? Ooh. That is, I think, some of the, uh, I think that's the hardest, um, like, surfboard um, to um, ride, right? Because let's see, let's take a superstar like John Morant, right? Okay. Like, that dude, he is on the precipice of superstardom, and he is making his name um, on the basketball court. But now we're getting a chance to see who he is as a person, (laughs) right? Okay. And and he has some Kobe in him. Yeah. He has some Kyrie in him. He has some of that singular mindset where he's, only worried about himself and it's me, me, me. Yeah. And you you know that that's what he had to use to get there. To where he where to he get, is to get now. To, yeah, to yeah. get to, to be number one. Mm-hmm. It, his story is so fantastic. Bro, it, it's, yeah, it's it's a it's a miracle of numbers, <laughs> right? But he has that dog mentality where when they interview him, he'll say, I'll cross up and dunk on Michael Jordan. Ah. Right? It, right. And it sounds and it sounds crazy now. It's funny that you mentioned Michael Jordan. Because he's on the precipice of his greatness. Yeah. But having that singular I, me, will thing, I think it is required for greatness. Yeah. yeah. I think you have to be a little selfish. Okay. I think that you have to be so singularly um, so singularly minded that you kind of don't even worry about anything else. Anything and that else is da- going on. And, yeah. and that and that comes with the dangers of not being able to hear anybody else but yes men. Yeah. And um maybe being led astray by your own ego. Uh-huh. Because, you know, I don't think they do it um on purpose, but if you don't have that, like, you know, fab five of people who use whose thoughts and um, opinions you can depend on, it could get it could get crazy. Now, to become a great, I mm-hmm. feel like 
here and there you look at things you can strengthen. Why do they ask in jobs, what are your weaknesses and how are you working on them? It, it is the <laughs> trickiest question in interviews because people always start with their stuttering and Freddie, I, uh, I, uh, I, uh. Freddie, I've just been asked. I've been, interv- yeah. I've been interviewing, and it is the stupidest question. It, it is, it's the same question as why do you want to work here? Because I need a job, and I seen how many bands you guys have going, and I feel like I can fill that void for you. It's a good what, question to them, but a tough question for, for you the, for the interviewer. Yeah. What I always say is, um, um, I'm always um, improve. I'm always working on how to improve. I'm always constantly reading. I'm always constantly learning. I never feel like um, one way of doing things is the correct way. I try to leave this vague, um, educated answer because I always want to make it seem like however it is that they do their approach, yeah. if I don't know it already, I'm willing to learn it and adjust yeah, because you, I feel like that's what they're asking. You don't want to be there. Well, there's nothing, there's, there's no weaknesses. Exactly. You, uh, yeah, Freddie, you can't say I'm perfect and I'm, I'm, and I'm the employee who's going to take this company from A that. to Z. You can't say, you that. can't say that. You have to say something reasonable yeah. and I feel like it has to be um, vague because that's such a vague question. Yeah, it's a, it's the question that they love to ask. They though. love to ask that and they love to ask that last. You've had yeah. a good time with this person for 30, 45 minutes, <laughs> right? You're about to slam dunk. You're, you're about to say your goodbye. And then they say this thing. You know what? Yeah. Tell me about um your... your <laughs> ah! It, it, it ruins the whole vibe of everything that we had yeah. going. I thought I trusted you, interviewer. I yeah. thought you were a real person. But you can apply that question to you as a whole mm-hmm. with whatever you're pursuing. Yeah. Okay. Say that, uh, okay, so let's see, say that you don't spend enough time doing something. Yeah. Maybe you put, maybe you sacrifice your weekends. Yeah, right. That could be the weakness. So I'm something right. like that. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a, yeah. a workaholic. Yeah. I, I take this job. And I'm and I'm about it twenty four seven. I feel like that's the kind of thing that they're looking for you to say, so yeah. that they can dump an uh, an, unnecessary, an unnecessary amount of work on you, work on you and yeah. see if you'll complain or say something like, "I'm flexible. I'll take anybody's." Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. They're looking that, for that. Like, oh, perfect. They're looking for people. Lloyd said he's flexible. They're looking for people who will run multiple departments. That's and that's always such a red flag in so that let's question. Let's make him on call. Exactly. He says he's flexible. He says he likes to do X, Y, and Z. We can we can dump X. We can dump all the projects on him. When he's on vacation, exactly. Yeah. Freddie, they they're they're smart. They're always looking to maximize you in you that said, position. You said you're flexible for that amount of money. They're yeah. always looking to maximize you. That's why I tell people you better be looking for the best job possible yeah. uh-huh. because whatever that job is, they're gonna they're gonna demand 110 percent out of you, <laughs> Freddie. Lord's experiences. <laughs> I'm gonna do it right now. You know you gotta have that hidden. She's not now, coming if it is not hidden. No, okay, so this this is the the last question because <laughs> somebody somebody out there that you look up to you had a moment where somebody told them no. Mm-hmm. I think my perfect example is Michael Jordan. You mentioned him earlier because yep. they will never let us forget he was cut from was his high, high school, school basketball team, team. And look who he ended up to be. Mm-hmm. Their laws. Is there anybody else or any other business that you would say is such a good story for Lloyd? <laughs> yeah, your face right now. Well, uh, yeah. it's it's or how just anything in general. Well, it's it's good that you say uh, yeah. basketball, right? Because yeah. I feel like the NBA, especially for millennials, it is like one of the things that we all share. Like we all have this huge love of Michael Jordan, right? He all yeah. taught us how to win. Um, perfect greatness. Um, if you work hard, you can achieve anything, right? It's how I feel like they kind of sold us. Yeah. Um, the hard work and the hustle dream. Um, for me, it would probably be uh, Dwayne Wade, right? Dwayne when Wade, he was guy, coming yeah. up, when we were in high school, yeah. uh, he was coming up um, in the NCAA tournament. 
Um, and he was this kid from Chicago yeah. who had a couple kids. And uh, through that and the adversity of going through college, he was just hooping. Okay. From Marquette. No one knew him. Everyone in the world is worried about LeBron James, right? And he's looking to make his own name because he knows that he can step on that stage and do the exact same things as that guy can, if not more. I right. love the underdog story. I love the person who you don't see coming out of nowhere and then he achieved greatness because I see myself in, um, in some of that stuff but he went on to win an NBA championship when LeBron needed to uh, oh. learn when, when LeBron needed to learn how to win where'd he go he went down to Miami um, and he learned from that system that through hard work dedication and discipline you can achieve anything so I think um, for me that would probably be the story that resonates the most because I love the underdog you love the underdog that's, that's you don't your... see who's coming and now yeah. all of a sudden I'm on top and whoever you thought uh -huh. whoever your favorite was yeah He's my equal. He's my parallel. He's my uh, colleague now. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, another good uh, example is, you know, even when you're watching the Super Bowl and the team is down, mm -hmm. you get to the fourth quarter. 28-3, the Atlanta Falcons versus the Patriots a couple years ago. If you weren't near you your television yeah. during that Super Bowl, you're lying. Because Tom Brady and that comeback, when you expected A and you got B, and now all of a sudden, all the favorites. Yep. Their tweets are getting quiet. It's getting quiet <laughs> in Atlanta, right? And it was getting louder in New England, and the it's unbelievable quiet, happened, yeah. and I just love that. Yeah. The unexpected, anything can happen at any time. You just have to believe. Yeah. So what we take from this episode is <laughs> if something's not working out, maybe try a different style. Sure. Stay patient on your route. Be um willing to receive coaching and believe. Never stop. <laughs> that believe. believe, man. <laughs> that believe. Cousin. So I hope <laughs> Faith is hard. Faith is hard. It's Faith not is easy. Hard. Lord, thank Cousin, you for the sharing stories, man. It's real. I'm serious.